What's up, guys? If you hear hissing or fighting, it's because my cats chose violence today on all days. And you're like, what day is it? It's uh, the iconic Britney Spears' birthday. Duh. Even though I'll probably release this tomorrow. Um, that's neither here nor there. It's her birthday. And we love Britney here on the pod. If you don't, keep it to yourself. We love her. We stand her. We support her. Okay. It's her birthday. She is a beautiful 41 years old. And she's living her best fucking life. No one cares about your opinion. She surely doesn't, as we've seen on her Instagram. And we're not we're not here to like criticize her Instagram. She is figuring out the internet for the first time like we did 20 years ago. Okay? It's fine. It's her birthday. She's my queen bee. A lot of people love Beyonce, and that's great. I love that for them. I love Britney Spears. I've seen her multiple times in concert. When I went to Vegas, I was like, I'm going to see Britney Spears on Friday night. I will, I'll pay the money. And I'm going to see her. Sadly, she was there the weekend before and the weekend after. Not the weekend I was there. So I was a little, I was a little disappointed. But whatever. If she decides to release music again, that's great. I love it. I'll see her if she tours. And if she doesn't, I'll buy the music. Did I buy the Elton John song? Yeah. Hold me closer. Yeah, I did. It's great. I love it. Stream it wherever you stream. And actually, sidetrack. Speaking of streaming, I just got the um, Spotify wrapped for the podcast. And um, I just want to thank all 14 of my listeners. I would be nowhere without you. And I just also want to thank you for saying that the podcast personality is enthusiastic. But I have, I'm in the top 10 for podcasts for 38 fans. You know who you are. Thank you. I'm in the top five for 29 fans. Oh my God. Thank you. And then, like I said, I'm number one for 14 fans. And I think I can name two of them. I love that. Uh, it also told me that I am, I'm global. Uh, my podcast was in the top five for the most shared globally. And let me see. I had 113% more listeners compared to my average week. And that was, um... August 14th and August 20th. Those were, I believe, the last two episodes of season two of Only Murders in the Building. The podcast was heard in 10 countries. Number one being the United States. Number two was Canada. Three was India. Four was Australia. And five was Singapore. I love it. I'm I'm international. Like the icon Britney Spears. And I love it. They probably really love my um, vocal fry that I have. So that's amazing. And then my my top three episodes that they shared with me were uh, Only Murders in the Building Season 2, Episode 7, Flipping Pieces. Uh, episode 9 from Season 2, Sparring Partners. And then Episode 10 
I know who did it. All from Only Murders in the Building. And I can't wait for season three to come out. I can't wait to recap it with you guys because clearly we love those episodes. Um, And speaking of Only Murders in the Building, Steve Martin and Martin Short will be hosting SNL next Sunday or next Saturday, a week from today, December 10th. Obviously, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to share my thoughts and opinions on it because like, duh. And that's pretty much it for like the Spotify wrap. I'm going to try and share it on the gram. And if you're not following the gram, you should. It's something.about.podcast. Um, also, like, rate, like, and review it. Share it with other people. Um, you don't have to tell them. Just like go onto their phone and subscribe and just let it like download every fucking episode I have. I have like 50 something and just let it like rotate into their shuffle. They're going to be confused if they've never watched Omipi or hear my voice. They're going to be like, what the fuck? But just, you know, I thank you. Review it. Um, you could say I have a vocal fry and I'll 100% agree. And I think that's like really it. So I sent out a question on Instagram on both of them on my personal one, which is at schlyguy at S-C-H-L-E-Y underscore guy asking people what their favorite Britney Spears songs were because she has so many of them. And I said it couldn't be toxic because a lot of people will pick toxic because like, oh my God, it's a great, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong. But she has so many better ones. If you look at her greatest hits album, it'll have, you know, Hit Me, Baby. It will have Lucky. I'm trying to think of the songs off it. My Prerogative, You Drive Me Crazy, Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman, Outrageous, Me Against the Music with Madonna. It's a, it's a great album. Um, obviously, I bought it. And it came with some remixes, which are also really good. But then she just has other great songs, like Whole of Blackout from 2007. It's amazing. Um, Britney Jean. There were some good ones. Um, I think that's the one that had her sister on one of the albums tracks it's not the best and not because we don't know how we feel about jamie lynn because britney shared a post today about her saying she like loved her and she probably loves her because that is her sister but probably dislikes her for her treatment by her sister um we've all been there with a sibling don't say you haven't we all have so um i was never a big jamie lynn spears fan anyway so i'm just i'm gonna keep it that way and then we have, you know, Circus. That's that's a great... That was like her quote-unquote comeback album when Blackout was actually really amazing. Then there's Glory that came out in 2016. And then in 2020, a couple of singles were dropped that didn't make it to the album, like Matches featuring the Backstreet Boy. That's a great song. Swimming in the Stars another great fucking song and then one more song came out from it that was also really good 
Um, let me let me go look it up. And then she's just her discography is great. There's something there for everyone. And like looking at what I just have on my phone. You know, swimming in the stars, matches, hold it against me from Femme Fatale. That's a great album. And then just a lot of good remixes. Her show with that husband we won't speak about. Um, not the one she's currently married to. They released like a little EP that has a couple of great songs. Chaotic, Someday, which is about her babies, and Mona Lisa. Those are all great songs. But I put out there asking, like, what are your favorite Britney Spears songs? And please don't let it be toxic because, again, there's so many. You could say Lucky, which is a great song. But the majority of people say Toxic. And I'm like, wow. You don't listen to Britney. And I don't listen to Beyonce, but I could name a Beyonce song I like. I could name one. But otherwise, like, I, I'm I'm not a fan. I'm not openly a fan. I'm not saying she's not good or talented. I'm just not a fan of Beyonce. And that's fair. When people say they're not a fan of Britney, that's fair. Music is personal. I've never said I hate Beyonce. I just don't like her. I don't have to like her. Again, I'm not saying she's not talented or can't sing. Same goes for Taylor Swift. I don't have to like her and that's fine. But when people go, wow, I hate Britney Spears. Like, okay, that's rude. I never said I hated your favorite artist. Sometimes I don't know a person's favorite artist, so I can't say I hate them. And it's it's really that simple. But we as fans know when we go to see a Britney Spears show, we're going to see a show. Does she lip sync? Maybe. But she's also shaking her ass at the same time. And I'm sure that's hard to do. And I appreciate that. And I love that. So, like, keep your opinions to yourself about Britney Spears. I'll keep my opinions to myself about whomever it is you love to listen to. And we'll we'll call it even. Okay? Thank you. I listen to Britney Spears, like, regularly. Um, maybe I'll start using, like, Spotify. So I can get, like, a rap, my own personal rap list. And... My top artist, I could tell you, would be Britney Spears. You can throw in some Eric Hutchinson. You can throw in some Keen. You can for sure throw in some Robbie Williams. Because allegedly on, I think it was like his Christmas album or one of his most recent albums, he thought about doing a duet with Britney. And I don't think she was in the headspace or she was still under her conservatorship. And her family said no, which is really fucked up because it would have been a great song. Robbie does great duets. His one with Kylie Minogue kids, listen to it. Great. That duet would have been amazing. But her collaboration with Elton was amazing. I immediately downloaded it, listened to it at least once a day. It's great. Um, I hope she puts out more new music, even if she releases stuff that's old. That would be cool. Like Robbie Williams did an album where he just, it was like a bunch of unreleased music that he just hadn't put out I'd 100% be fine with that I feel like a lot of artists should do that just here's an album of you know music we recorded it didn't make albums but you know we've picked ones that make sense and put them together great idea Um, I would love a Christmas album from her Uh, it would be easy money not that that's always the thing but it would be easy money and I've said that about a lot of artists too like sometimes they'll sign when they're beginning 
they'll sign like a five album contract or however many. So I figure, you know, you do your, you know, intro album, then you do like a follow up. You could do a Christmas album because it's easy. You can record. There's a ton of Christmas music out there. So you do some covers. Then all you need is like one original, one or two original Christmas songs. And then you put it out there. That gives you an album. And then you do a greatest hits. If you have enough CDs, that gives you another one. And you put one or two new songs on that. Duh. Britney's already done it. She put my prerogative on her greatest hits album. And I love it. It's a cover, but I love it. And then she does have a Christmas song out. Like, amazing. So, like, she does a new Christmas song. Throws her current one on it. And then does a bunch of little, like, covers. She could do duets with people. Like, um, Andrea Puccelli did that with his Christmas album. He has one with the Muppets. And that's amazing. So, that's if she ever decided to put out new music. Um... Again, it's up to her. You know, all her fans will be here and we will, you know, listen to it, stream it, buy it up if she ever does it. But I put it out there and if your song didn't get said and what your favorite song is, that's not my fault. I put it out on the stories like, hey, what's your favorite Britney Spears song? Let me know. No one put one out. Well, that's a lie. A couple of people answered my question. Um from pretty much I guess I could just say my future sister-in-law because Andy has not put a ring on it yet but just to keep it simple and short my future sister-in-law Kay wrote Womanizer and Radar great songs Womanizer is from the, the circus album and Radar was on both the circus album and Blackout they just put it on the circus album again because I believe Britney really liked that song and it didn't get the hype it needed. So putting it on the circus album and re-releasing it, it then got a music video. It's about a horse um, and a day of racing. There are other podcasts out there that have covered her career and one was called like It's Britney Podcast. I listened to it. It covers her 20-year career and it's really good. They are out there. They'll do a better job covering it because they do, some have done each CD, some have done each year, and they're all really good. I could do it, but they've done it so much better than I ever could. So I'm just going to leave that space for them. Uh, Womanizer is also just a great music video. Um, She's like dressed in different personalities, trying to get back at this man's, and it's great. And then a coworker from work typed in and she wrote Cinderella. She's coming in hot with um, unknown songs. Most people don't know. And I fucking love that. I love Cinderella. It's one of my favorite songs. It's from her album that had Slave for You on it, I believe. And she's like sitting on the album cover. It's also got another great song called Anticipating Bombastic Love. She has a duet called What It's Like to Be Me. And Justin Timberlake is kind of the backing vocals. It's when they were, you know, together. And we're not a big... He does put out good music. Not gonna lie. But like personally, I'm not a big fan of his. Like, you know, his 
regular life, whatever. But he's like a backing vocal on it. It's a great song if you haven't heard it. Um, and then she also wrote Outrageous. Again, great song. It was a music video. She was going to come out with like a remix with Snoop Dogg. And that was a music video where she did something to her knee. And I think she, I don't know if she toured her ACL or her MCL, but she tore one of those, which really was like probably a personal downfall since she dances a lot. And now it's more like armography. And both the remix version and the original version, which are on her greatest hits album, they're great. We never got to hear the Snoop Dogg version. That would be one that would be worth just like a release. I think that would be amazing. Even if we got like a little bit of the music video, which is out there. There are video there. I don't know if there are videos, but there's like pictures of her and Snoop Dogg making that video. Um, But that is a great song. And then what did she also wrote? She also wrote Broken Glass. And I think, I don't know what album that's from. It's from one of them. And, you know, they're great. But, like, she came in with songs that a lot of people wouldn't know or say. So, like, way to go, Becky. I love that. Again, Toxic is a good song. I was going to say, she won a Grammy for something. I'm not sure what. She should have won at least a couple because she has some other great songs. I would love to see, like, she could just do a duet album and she could do one with, like, Christina since they've always been pitted against each other. Again, she could do one with Robbie Williams and they could both release it on albums because he and Kylie did that. She released it on an album. He released it on an album. You know, she's already done one with Elton. I'd love to for her to do one with Lady Gaga. Um, I know she sampled Telephone and passed. And then, you know, Lady Gaga made it the hit that it was. And she had Beyonce on it. I'd like to see her do a duet with Beyonce. I wouldn't mind that. Like, you have these two iconic legends. Why not? They both kind of grew in the industry together. Britney, you know, a solo artist. And Beyonce in Destiny's Child and then became a solo artist. I've had people come into uh, my retail job and will play music and like Flashback Friday. So, you know, they play flashbacks on Friday. And they were playing, I think it was Say My Name. And Beyonce was, you know, usually the lead vocalist of that group. Yes, it was Kelly Rowland. And I believe it's Michelle Williams. And, you know, she was singing and some kids getting wrung out like a child, like must have been born in the early 2000s. So didn't listen to Beyonce or Destiny's Child yet. And he goes, why do I know this voice? I go, oh, it's Destiny's Child. He goes, who's Destiny's Child? And uh, stabbed me in the gut. I said, oh, Beyonce was in a girl group. Like, that's how she started. And he was like, no, she didn't. She's a solo artist. And I looked at him and I was like, no, she was in Destiny's Child child and that's how we got to know Beyonce and then she became Beyonce and he was like trying to prove me wrong but like I I don't know if he googled it or one but he like stopped he realized like I'm not gonna win this fight because if you're a huge Beyonce fan I would think you would know 
she was in Destiny's Child. That's just my thought. Because even if you looked up Beyonce, I'm sure Destiny's Child music comes right up. Like, duh. But whatever. Um, that'd be a cool to do a duet with them. Between them, I should say. But, again, she has to want to do the music. Currently, she's, you know, living her life on sandy beaches, dancing in her new home with tiny furniture, living her best life with her new husband, Sam. Um, And then she's sharing it on Instagram. I don't get it, but I don't have to get it. I post weird shit on Instagram. I'm not naked on Instagram, though. If I looked like Britney Spears, I would. Not going to lie, I would. I 100% would. She looks great for 41. Um, I hope I hope she and Sam have a little baby together because I know she loves being a mom and she said she wanted more babies. So I, I'd love that for her. Um, I can't think of anything. She could release more perfume. I don't own any, but she could release it. People would buy it. You know who she should do a duet with? There are two people I can think of she should do a duet with. One being Paris Hilton. Because Paris Hilton had an album when I was in high school. So that was like 2006, 2007. And then I don't, they were both at her wedding and like Selena Gomez. That would be great if they did a duet together. Uh, They both need to be in the headspace for it. Uh, That would be amazing. People think like she doesn't like Selena Gomez because she keeps posting stuff, but who knows? I don't know. Again, they'd have to both be in this same headspace for it to happen because they both have their own mental health issues that we have seen. Um, another Madonna uh, duet would be cool. I'm not a big fan of Madonna, but I love Me Against the Music because it's a fucking bop. That would be cool. That'd be great because I think Madonna really does support Britney. And if Britney's team went to her I think she would do it if my I don't know if Madonna's team has reached out to Britney about doing a duet with the conservatorship ending but that would be really cool so you know I wouldn't mind that I don't think either fan would mind that because you have people who love Madonna again I'm not a her biggest fan but I think they would really love that song and they'd eat it up. And Britney Spears fan would really love that song and eat it up. And it just introduces us as fans to new artists. I knew who Elton John was when that um, single came out. I knew who he was. I had seen him in concert a couple of times. So I was not like, oh my God, who's this guy? Because that has happened. Let's be real. But I think it could bring new fans to Madonna. It could bring new fans to Britney. That you know, only listen to Madonna. Like it would be great. It would bring new fans to Beyonce. You know, new fans again to Britney. New fans. It could resurrect. I know Paris Hilton is DJing, but it could resurrect. You know, Paris Hilton's music career. It was pretty good. And I've heard worse. I mean, listen to my voice. It's it's pretty bad. It's also, you know, kind of late at night. So duh. And then you know, I just. Whatever she wants. It's her birthday. She's the birthday queen. I I don't know what her zodiac sign is. So let's look it up. Let's go on this adventure right now. Let's see what zodiac sign Britney Spears is. I'm a Taurus. So I don't know if we would be best friends. I'd like to think we would be. 
I would, you know, just, I would take all her photos for her if she ever wanted. Let's see what they are. I'm a Taurus because my birthday is in May. I should have been born in April, but I was born in May. And either way, I would have been a Taurus based off of where my um, birthday falls. Brittany is a Sagittarius. And a Sagittarius... Um, let's see. It rep it's represented by a centaur shooting a bow and arrow or by an arrow drawn across a bow. And let's see. It says from the earliest time, the star groups known as constellation, the smaller groups known as, I'm not going to attempt to say the word have received names connoting some meteorological phenomena or symbolizing religious or mythological beasts, beliefs. And hmm, this isn't telling me like, you know, about Sagittarius. But I feel like Brittany's very much a Sagittarius. I know a lot of people are way more into the zodiac signs, would probably agree or disagree. Again, I don't know. I hit a lot of the Taurus traits. I don't fully believe in zodiac signs, but I can agree with them. Like, I'm stubborn. Yes, I am. I'm not really emotional, even though I cry when I'm angry, because I think that's my body's way of saying, oh, she's getting fucking furious. Send in the waterworks. So I do. And, like, just a lot of those, I hit the head. But, you know, we've gone off track several times in this podcast. So if you've stuck around this long, if you're one of my 14 fans, thank you again for sticking through it. And to my other, like, 38 fans, thank you. I'd love to say hi to Australia, Canada, Singapore, India. I love you guys. You know, maybe one day. If this podcast ever gets big, you know, we'll tour and I'll make sure to hit all those countries as long as it's safe to do so. And just thank you again. If you please rate, like and review the podcast, I would love it. It's available to stream pretty much everywhere. Like I let it be stream on Amazon now. So that's awesome. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Like I said, just subscribe it and let it come in their shuffle when they're listening to podcasts. They'll be really confused, but that's fine. And um, I'll be back with the SNL some point, obviously, after it airs. Um, follow the Instagram again. It's something.about.podcast. And I, th I think that's all for today. Uh, thank you so much, guys. I can't wait till 2023. And um, just to see what it has in store for us. Obviously, season three of Only Murders in the Building. I believe it starts filming in January so it'll probably again have a June July release um, I will keep you posted don't you worry and just thanks again guys bye um, and I just realized the third single that came out that was not on glory was called mood ring and it's a great song Who do I see? Who do I wanna be today? If it gets rushed up.